You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Practice underway here on the campus of St. Vincent College. Practice number nine in this training camp edition, 2023 edition for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Early days in practice, early moments here as the teams are going through some walkthroughs. We'll have the team stretch here before too much longer, and then we'll bring you some play-by-play of the end of practice before we turn things over to Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson, another jam-packed uh, crowd here on the campus of St. Vincent College. you got to love it on a, another beautiful day in Latrobe, Not Pennsylvania. Not just a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Be- a- a- beautiful. And I know I keep saying that every day, but that's because it's, it's been like 80 degrees – couple clouds in the sky, sunny. Uh, there's been maybe 45 minutes of rain this entire practice. And on top of that, when we talk about the beauty, you speak of it from that context. I think of it in the scenic uh, standpoint, 100%. right? The grounds are amazing, but more importantly, the people, man. I love to just see the mix of everybody just being out here, man, all under one accord, Steeler Nation. doesn't Me matter too. your upbringing. doesn't matter what your bank account looks like or anything going on. Everybody that's out here. It's all here because their love for these dudes on that field. And that's the thing for me where I'm like, this is beautiful. You're this hun- is it right here, You're 100% man. right. You're here on campus. you got the mountains off in the background. I mean, and it is, it's really cool to see it all come together, you know, because it's, it's a campus. I, and I, I use this term light, lightly, not, but it's a campus in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like we're – It's not Penn State. We're, we're, not, at, we're not at Pitt. Right, we're, we're not we're at not, Duquesne. We're or, a, you know, a city. Correct. Like, you, know, yeah, you get what I'm saying with this that. This is definitely like, – you, you feel like you're on a college campus. You, you feel like feel you're tucked away somewhere. You're, exactly. You're, you're kind of your own contained environment. Yeah, absolutely, and man. this place comes alive with thousands of people every day, and it's always a lot of fun. Now, Mozi, as this is the start of practice, as this is the start – Is it Jersey time? Second hour is it, of the is show. It, is it unique jersey time? Is it is it who got the most random jersey on today, ladies well, and gentlemen? Remember, Who's got the most random one? I'm gonna go with most rare jersey. Oh, yeah, because rare, random, same some, concept. Yeah, some, people, some people might say random and think that that's like being disrespectful. I'm not dis if listen, if you've if got you an NFL it, jersey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. you deserve respect. If anything that you hear us say you take offense to or take disrespect <laughs> well i'm sorry you've been misinformed we are the opposite of anything that is disrespectful Ain't we are very respectful we don't even talk bad about pit with west he just calls it the campus located in the oakland district he ain't say nothing you see what i'm saying you're right so we are actually very respectful you very are respectful, correct that's man. what i'm talking about so yeah when we say random or rare, rare yeah. or unique, off the beaten path. Older jerseys, hipster, ones you don't see that different, often. go yeah. against the grain. Yep. All of those things are compliments. Correct. Not negative. As Even if I say it's weird, that's still a compliment because it is your uniqueness that makes it 
cool for you and weird to everybody else. I'm weird to a lot I, of people, I baby. I like weird. Absolutely, absolutely, man. We lean into the weird, in you fact. You got to, man. You, you might got even, to. You might even say. Modesty, uh, the right, because you have the, the jerseys that you see quite often. You have the Watts. Who? What? What? You got Pickett. Plenty of Pickett out plenty here. Plenty of that. But who, who, who is that, 90? Who's that, 90? What? What? Okay. Another 90. What? Another 90. What? More 90s. What? <laughs> and another Pickett. Okay, shout out to Pickett. You know, you, you see the Najee Harris. You see the George Pickens. You see the Heinz Wards. You the see Troy the Chris Boswells. Oh, I got the jersey. I already have it. Okay, but hold on. I definitely for 1,000% have the jersey, I think bro. I think you do. Mm-hmm. I think you do. But here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, I'm going to give you the podium as always, all right? Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Bronze medal today. All right, here we go. In your rare jersey of the day goes to Jalen Warren. Oh, I do see a Jalen. We got a 30 down I there. The I assumed it was a James Conner. It's nah, a Jalen Warren, yep. and you don't see too many of those. Mm-hmm. Those are rare still at this point. Now, after this yep. season, they might be flying off the shelves. This is definitely true. But bronze goes to Jalen Warren today. Silver medal goes to Antoine Randall L. Shout Arthur out Motes. to the one and only Antoine Randall. It's actually multiple Randalls. I saw a couple yep. Randalls out here today, man. Yep, and uh, as you pointed out earlier, of course, that's uh, throwing a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl off a mm. trick play, mm. Antoine Randall L. But, Motsi, I think you and I are probably on the same page yep. here. This is an easy decision easy. today. It's a layup. Your gold medal. It is a layup. We got a Christian Coons you jersey down in front of it's us. It's a layup. The long snapper I jersey, say, baby. Whoa, whoa. It, it's not the T-shirt jersey either. It's like the no, real jersey. No, it's a jersey. real jersey. Yeah. I say, yo, that's fire right there. I don't, I'm not going to say it's family and friends. That's that's definitely the jersey, though. I love that. I had a close second, though. Can I tell you my close second? Tell me your close second. Well, it actually wasn't a close second, but I thought it should have made the podium. Okay. We got a Alabama Najee we Harris do. right we next do. to the Jalen Warren. We do. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh, the Najee Bama yeah. is that's true. Tough. You see a couple picket pits out yeah. here every day. There's one of those yeah. down in front of us. That's true, though. That's yeah. That's a clean jersey. It that, is. Because you don't cream, really see the Bamanage. You don't really see that a lot. That yeah. crimson and cream out there. That is a nice, that's a nice looking jersey, yeah. I tell you. We got a Shazier down there. On Shout the, out to my dog, Shay Lee, man. How fitting, too, man. Vince Absolutely. in the building. Come on, man. Absolutely. Gotta have one half of Shake and Bake. We Let's got a go. 55 Joey Porter down hey, there. In front of you know the five. You know the five five gonna represent somehow, some way, baby. It's a brotherhood. You know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So always well represented here. All of the uh, the different Pittsburgh Steelers, some legends. Some, oh, and, some and, and just in case we didn't say it enough, mm-hmm. it's some more 90s. What? Some, some TJs. What? Some 90s. What? Some black 90s. What? We got some white 90s. What? I see an alternate 90. What? I see a colorist 90. What? And his name is TJ. And we've also got a James Ferrier over here to the right. Shout out to Potsy. How Let's about that? go. The white one right there Shout the out to Potsy. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I say this every year here. This is the fourth time I've said this in my lifetime that we've been out here. I really do, though, one day need to just sit and tally and have the full gambit of who's the most popular jerseys and all these different things because <laughs> it's awesome. It would definitely be Watt or Kenny Pickett, without a doubt, uh, but a lot of other people who have mul- I mean, dozens of, uh, of their jerseys represented out here as Steeler Nation has showed up on campus once again for practice number nine. Now, Motsi, I saw some people. You know I like to keep my uh, – my nose to the grindstone. Come that, on, man. Don't nobody do it the way you do that, it now. That, that is the uh, the pulse of Steeler Nation on these tweets, right? Mm-hmm. 
Some people, what they saying? Uh, you know, about a half an hour or so, 20 minutes or so ago when they started coming down the hill and getting ready for practice, mm-hmm. there were some people saying, oh, wow, I'm surprised they're in pads again after last night, Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> no, see, tell the people why that's not the case, <laughs> and you should have expected the boys to be in full pads Come today. on, baby. You know who's going to be in them pad things, man. There was zero chance that Coach Tom was going to give them two days of non-padded practices in a five-day spin. Have y'all lost y'all mind? Have y'all really lost your mind? All right, I'm not disrespectful, but for that thought, I might get disrespectful. Because Coach Tomlin says the standard is a standard. And for him, he has clearly set that standard being physicality. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he does not waver from that in any way, shape, or form. And to also add um, to the context of why I do feel like it was even more so than being in pads today, you think of yesterday's practice, how physical it was. It was great. It was a lot of teaching moments. It was a lot of work getting accomplished. But Coach Tomlin wasn't even there. He was not. That's true. So for him, he misses that. That's, that's he a good wants point. to be there to see the Kendrick Green in person to give that coaching point in the moment versus let's get it on tape. He wants to feel that when he's talking to Quincy Roche and he's like, hey, man, the next time you see a 53 in the backfield, your antenna needs to go up pre-snap. You're not thinking the game through. You're worried about your assignment and not playing football. It's a difference. That's the type of stuff, though, that Coach Tomlin loves to get a chance to critique, to uh, to correct. And he can't get that if they're not in these type of pads. He can't talk about adversity if they're not in pads today because if they weren't in pads today, is there really the same level of adversity? Yes, you're out here practicing, but the physicality element is removed completely. So now we're back to OTAs again. This is training camp. You have to feel uncomfortable in order to be prepared to be your best self you come cal- the regular callous season. that body, right? Absolutely. And you cannot callous it by being on the sideline. You cannot callous it by being in the comforts of air condition like me and you are. Yeah, it's pretty you nice. You cannot get calloused without going out there and doing the necessary heavy lifting to accomplish that. And Coach Tomlin fully understands that. And as a player who's been in this program, you know, for four years – as an active player, we bought into it and we understand it because we saw the fruits of that labor. And when you got a guy like Cam Hayward, you got a guy like T.J. Watt, these dudes have been around. They've seen it. They know what it takes. Yes, they have. They can communicate that. So it doesn't appear crazy when you're in pads today because they already know what the standard is because it's been set and we continue to pass it down. And that's what a guy like Alex Highsmith is going to continue to learn to pass down. A guy like Larry Ogunjobi is starting to learn this. A Keanu Benton. That's what you're trying to instill in these young guys, a JPJ, a GP. Absolutely. And that's what we're getting. But that's why it had to be in pads today, and that's why I don't anticipate it being any different tomorrow. Unless dudes, you know, unless you obviously have, like, some injuries or something significant happen like that today, I still could see a scenario where tomorrow they're out here putting on a little thumpy thumb. And then they're off, was it Monday? Off Monday? Correct. Yeah. And then that's your – because you can and only have three in correct. a row in yeah. the new CBA. Right. They so were off you, Thursday. Right. So now you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday off, off Monday. Monday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, off, off Thursday. You got reset the game with the preseason yeah. game. game uh, games Friday night. Friday night, yeah. Yep. So you travel on Thursday, game Friday. Travel Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Back in this thing on – Well, I mean, you know, you arrive back in Pittsburgh in the early right, hours right, of right. Saturday morning and get that day off as well too. But, yeah. see, it's not really a day off because you just said you're traveling back. You're I landing. completely agree. Yeah, that clock still starts. You know what? <laughs> you I, know hope, I hope my dear wife Morgan is listening right now because <laughs> you know exactly she always tells goes, me, she's man. like, yeah. that, that's a day off. I'm like, babe. It's not a day off. When you're, when you're not pulling into the garage, 
lunch until yeah. 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and it's your sleep schedule is, yeah. is all jacked up. Off. That's not a day off. No. It's a travel day. Absolutely. It's a 24 hours but I'm traveling on this day. That's so right. That, it, that, that has always been the one thing that I've called out every coach I've played for it's when they talk about your off day is this day after the game. No, it is not when I won't get back until 4 in the morning. <laughs> we just played in Seattle, coach. My we didn't get back until 6 a.m. My kids are waking me up 20 minutes <laughs> right. later. That's not How a day off. How is this an off day, man? <laughs> How is this an off day? <laughs> I am with you. That's a, You know what? That's what you and I are going to uh, – champion in the next C- in the next CBA and, and everything. Oh, man, good stuff. As uh, Vince Williams out there on the field talking mm-hmm. to Mike Tomlin, actually, uh, his coach makes his way through the middle of the field. We got team stretch. There goes the horn. Vince, one of them dudes that belongs out there, though, man. When yeah. you talk about his impact here, when you talk about his story, this is a dude that came in this league as a six-round draft pick. I always had major respect because we six-round draft pick boys. It's a fraternity. You know how that is, man. Absolutely. But to see him and how he battled throughout his career to go from being the guy that was constantly trying to be replaced, just being a special teamer, to, you know, becoming a part of the killer bees, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm. and, and watching his impact, watching the success that he was able to have on the field from a statistical standpoint to even mm-hmm. get the monetization to validate his production, to validate, you know, what he was able to accomplish as a player. Everybody that plays linebacker on this team right now should be looking at Vince. 100%. And talking about how, man, this guy did something that we all are striving to do with the amount of success he has statistically, the amount of years he played, and the money he made. All of those things. And not many guys can say they pick sixth a NFL MVP. No, without a doubt. Like As Vince has on his resume. That's the thing, but forget the pick six. He got Brady on his list. Brady is way more important than that that's, pick six just from the MVP that's we talking true. about. It's, Cam, it's no, Cam no disrespect Newton to Cam. We're yeah. here. No disrespect to Cam, but he got Brady. Brady yeah. was his first one. It's a great call. Yeah, hey, I will never forget know, how high we were all were when that happened. Well, you know what they say. You, yeah. never, you never forget your first. Come on, man. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so, yeah, great stuff. from. And you know what, too? Like, I love how you and I have talked about this before. You never know with the alumni guys. Some of them still follow the team, but a little loosely. You know, some of them are super into it. Some are kind of just, you know, when their playing days are done, they really don't pay that much attention. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to be concerned with, like, all right, how much can we really ask this guy about the team? Are we going to ask him about Nick Kwiatkowski, you yeah. know, and they're going to be have no idea who that is, and we're going to kind of put him on the spot. You ain't got to worry about that with Vince. He's talking about texting Mike Tomlin about the position mm-hmm. groups. He's given opinions on Kendrick Green before well, in this process. I, I, I agree with you 100%, man. I love whenever – guys are able to come back and be around it. Yeah. Because as a player who's been through that feeling of when you retire, regardless of if you do it by choice or if you feel like it was a little bit forced, obviously we've talked to Vince about that before in terms of when he left and came back, you know, the whole transition of that. It is not always easy to come back and be around the game. It's guys that I love that I play with that are like, I can never come back and be around this thing right now because it hurts too much. It's too close to them. Their passion is still too heavy for They it. feel like they should be out yeah. there still. And, yeah, and it's one of the things that not a lot of people can really understand. Sure. But knowing Vince personally, man, it is just dope to see him be able to come out here in this way and still be a part of this game like this, man, and being able to give his insight, his his input, and ultimately, man, his knowledge. When you talk about the guys like him, man, guys like myself who've been able to do this thing at a high level for a long time. That weren't first-round right, picks. Right. Yep. That is way more uh, meaningful for these guys out here than the first-rounder because 
on this roster, how many first-round picks do you think we have? Versus how many guys can relate to to, to, to six-round or undrafted or late-round and you having to scratch call every single training camp. Like, a lot more guys can relate to that. Not everybody has T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward's just raw level of athleticism and talent. But once again, where were they drafted? So when we talk about relatability – Way more NFL players can relate to Vince, can relate to me, than they can relate to TJ and Cam Hayward. And that's the reality of it. It's a great point. But not everybody is able to come back and relay that information. Not everybody is able to come back and communicate that passion. So for, like I said, me to be able to see Vince being able to do this type of stuff now, man, I just absolutely love it for him and the guys that he's going to be able to impact with this right now. Yeah, me as well, too. It's, it's always great. Listen, I love all the Legends interviews that we get here on the show, but particularly the guys that were in kind of my era of Steelers I love any, football. Uh, you know, I love the guys, but I love any of my former teammates, of baby. Course. Anytime I get a teammate in here, I'm geeked up. You know that. Now, Rocky Blyer, the big exception to that, of course. Well, because he's kind of like we, a teammate. We, Man, we, we're we on love, the alumni we, team. We, yeah. we, we love Rocky, and few people bring it like he does every single year for us. Uh, but Santonio Holmes will be our, oh, will be our guest to tomorrow. Tom Tom. Shout out to Tom. So, Tom. so that'll be another fun one. He's been around here Even though here Rocky always gives me a hard time for not being here. I feel like you've caught him in the past couple times yeah, where, like, he, you, know, you haven't been here. And, you know, especially with those old school guys. I know. Like, it, and the one time we did here for six weeks. And the problem is the one time I did see him, we were doing a commercial. So he really was like, oh, you're Hollywood because you only came here for the commercial and left. And I'm like, God, Rock, why did you have to see me doing this with you, man? Yeah, yeah. So he always gives me a hard time about that, man. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to Rock, though. Expect nothing less from, from Rocky right, Absolutely, Blyer. man. That's the, He's a legend, though, baby. Come abs- on now. The absolute legend. Yes, it will be Santonio Holmes will be our legend interview tomorrow around 1.30, so make sure you're tuning in for that one. We've got some great guests for yeah, you. We've seen him come back out here and be involved with the wide receiver group, talking to GP as absolutely. well, man. So I'll be excited to, excited to talk to him about that, yes. ask him about that, yes, what, he's, what he's trying to relay to those young men out here as Mike Tomlin is going through the paces now and catching up with everybody and uh, offering maybe some words of encouragement down there as well, too. Got to love it. Well underway here. Practice number nine for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to be finishing up uh, a little stretching here, and then we will get into uh, some of the live action portion of uh, the program. I anticipate we'll have seven shots to bring you here before we turn things over to Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson about 40 minutes from now. Uh, maybe some individual drills as well too. We'll take a break here. Uh, should be done with warm-ups by the time we get through on the other side. We'll continue to paint the picture for you. Take some of your tweets as well too. You got questions, comments, concerns, reactions. Get at us at Wesley Euler at Body 52 Duh. Body. I was distracted, man. I seen the number 39 out there today. It caught my attention. I'm sorry. It looked beautiful. You know that. He looks beautiful. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, get your questions in now. We'll continue to paint the picture for you on the other side, bring you uh, the best uh, moving and shaking and all the happenings from practice as we can here. It's another day on campus at St. Vincent College for your Pittsburgh Steelers, all part of our training camp coverage on Steeler Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Practice number nine well and underway here on the campus of St. Vincent College for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Team stretch warm-up portion now over. Uh, individual position groups. It's a moving and shaking on the grass. It's a moving and shaking on and the grass. you know what, Motsi? We're about halfway through this thing of camp now. 
That's, they're still looking good out there. The, 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 I mean, it's it's there's a couple areas between the hash where you could see a little wear and tear, uh -huh. but besides that, it's still looking immaculate out here. No, without a doubt. And and you hinted to it earlier when you talked about the actual good weather that we've actually had out here. We haven't had a ton of rain days. We haven't had a ton of rain right before practice Soggy or field during conditions. practice. Yeah. Because that's really when the grounds get chopped up. 100%. Us wearing football cleats, soft ground, 90 dudes compete in, change of direction. The big, field will take men. a beating. Yeah. The field takes a beating. But with it being able to stay as dry as it has been and the switch up, right? How many times have we seen them warm up on the turf field or warm up on field two or field three? Just those little subtleties in terms of the rotation definitely helps keep the grounds as pristine as they are right now. And that's important in terms of keeping these guys safe because you do not want injuries happening because the equipment or the field is faulty. 100%. That you cannot have because there's already enough injuries, right, within the course of normal NFL operations. Mm -hmm. You can't have any self-inflicted uh, injuries there as well, too. Before we went to break, Motsi shared some, uh, some breaking news with you, but for those of you who might have missed it, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is back today. Oh, yeah, baby. Mer missed the, uh, the first eight practices with an excused absence. He had Mike Tomlin's blessing to not be here. That's something that, that we discussed yesterday, actually, and kind of is there a sense of urgency there? You've got some new safeties. You all got, you know, Edmonds is gone. You got to get your communication and your chemistry down pat here before the bullets start flying about a month uh, from now in September when the games uh, begin to matter. Well, good news that number 39 is back out here. As Arthur Motes says, he just moves a little bit different. He just looks a little bit different than everybody else as we can see him on the second field over there right now getting some work in with his fellow safeties and defensive backs. Motsi, but with that, you know, how, you know how normally people say, okay, I got good news and I got bad news. Which one do you want first? I don't like that. I like good and good. Side note, right? Yeah. I, I hate it when people do that, all yeah. right? And because a lot of times they're just setting you up, and yeah. bad news isn't really that bad much. Yeah. Of, you know, they're just kind of setting you up. But or today, the good news isn't really that good. But today yeah. you're getting what you want. Good news, Mega Fitzpatrick back. So you got the good news. You also want the good news? Can I hear it? DeMonte KZ is out there as mm -hmm. well, too. No boot on him, baby. No boot on him. So, Motsi, this is huge. You know, we didn't know. There was just the unknown with Minka, mm -hmm. right? He had Mike Tomlin's blessing. It was one of those things we were just going to have to wait and see, and we would know the answer when we knew the answer of when he's going to return. With DeMonte KZ, we knew he was going to miss some time. He had said that he was hopeful he was going to get back out here before the end of training camp. But that could have meant for the last practice or two. You know, that could have meant for the final couple days. To have both of those guys here now participating when you still have almost two weeks left in this training camp, that's a huge development, isn't it? No, 1,000%. This is what you need. We've talked about this. You don't push the panic button. You don't, you know, lose your mind. But at the same time, we talk about the urgency that was starting to build up when you missed the first week of not having your starting safeties or at least the combination starting safeties on paper here in attendance, that to me was not the most promising thing or, or something that should make us feel the most confident about because they have to communicate. Minka is one of the main beacons of communication with this defense. You watch how he maneuvers around. You watch how we utilize him in the passing attack and how he's not a stationary player meaning you can't always account on Mika being in the middle of the field. Sometimes Mika's in the deep pass. Sometimes Mika's walked up in the box. Sometimes Mika's manned up on a slot corner, I mean on a slot receiver. Like those are things that all of us that are on defense with him 
have to understand and we all need to be on the same page and even having the same feel for it. But we can't accomplish that if everybody's not here, regardless of why they're not here, whether that's injury or personal reasons. But to have both KZ and Minka back in attendance today, now it's a trickle-down effect. A guy like Patrick Peterson, who we talked about potentially getting more reps in the slot, but hasn't really been able to get that to the full extent because of some of the injuries on the back end. Now you potentially can see some of that. JPJ as well. When we talk about the slot corner position, we talked about how Trey Norwood, who we think has his best chance of seeing the field as a slot corner. But when there's no Trey Nor I mean when there's no Mika Fitzpatrick and no DeMonte Casey, does Trey Norwood get to play slot corner exclusively or does he have to go play safety now? Mm. You gotta go play safety. And those are some of the things that just hurts or hinders guys' chances at making this roster. Absolutely. Because you know Mika's gonna be here, you know Casey's gonna be here. But now with those two guys actually back out there, now they can get a little bit more back to what we thought they should appear on paper. Or I'm sure back to where the coaching staff thought that this team should look like. And now we're going to get a chance to see legitimately what do these guys look like? Demonte Casey, what is your open field tackling like? Um, a JPJ, how well do you play off of Mika Fitzpatrick? Mm -hmm. Keon O'Neal as well, too. Absolutely. Yeah. All of those guys are going to get those opportunities now, and those are the answers that we're going to get answered as long as they can stay healthy, which we anticipate them doing. But that's the beauty of where we're at now with those guys being back in the building. Uh, 100%. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, it's exciting to have those guys back. We've enjoyed seeing those who have gotten opportunities in, in their absence, but you want your ones back, you know. The starters uh, are starters for a reason. Starters are starters for a reason. Again, particularly a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick, who uh, we just talked about this yesterday as well, too, was just named the 18th best player in the National Football right. League by his colleagues. Um, that's a game-changing guy on the back end uh, for your defense, for your entire team. 1,000%. That is not a player that you just replaced. That's not a right. player that your defense is better with because he's not available. No, when Minka's not out there, everybody is on high alert. The quarterbacks feel great throwing the ball over the middle of the field when Minka's not out there. You feel great throwing the ball in general when Minka's not out there. But when Minka's out there, you think you as confident throwing that ball over the middle of the field? No. Do you think you're as confident taking that chance on the back, you know, on the back end? Oh, let me throw something up over here. Nope. No, because Minka is a guy that will make you pay. Minka has proven that numerous times in this league that he single-handedly can get you out of a stadium. And when you talk about what does that do, number one, as a teammate, when you're watching that, when you're watching a superhero while he's in superhero form, I remember watching Ben, A.B., L. Bell in their primes. When you got a superhero and you're like, oh, that's what that looked like? That's, yeah, right. And it has the work ethic as well. We were very fortunate when you talk about Absolutely. L. Bell and A.B., that type of work ethic. Everybody knows that. Minka is very much in line with that. So when your best player is your hardest worker, that's what when you're, that's does when you're that cooking. tell everybody else on that team? Mm -hmm. If I'm not better than Minka and Minka's working that hard, there is zero excuse for me not to be. I don't care what I might want to do. Minka's out here working. I better do something extra. 100%. And, and it's contagious, man. It's contagious. And you know what? When we talk about that, that cultural thing, the Steelers have been very fortunate over the years to have guys like that consistently on the roster. You could say the same thing about T.J. Watt, 
right? Uh, we used to say that same thing about Antonio Brown. Nobody was doing more than Antonio Brown out here in these settings. James Harrison, Debo. Debo. Uh, another one. Um, man, when you've got the talent that those guys have and you combine that with a work ethic that is, that is unquestioned, that is unmatched, that's when you – stack all pro seasons together that's when you win individual awards like defensive player of the year that's when you get named uh an all pro multiple seasons in a row and that's what all those guys have accomplished and uh, have done a great job of here so we've got the quarterbacks warming up right in front of us mitch trubisky going through some footwork right now offensive linemen down in the end zones tight ends doing some pass catching that darnell washington i tell you what he really moves for a big boy, I mean, Arthur Motes. The, did you see? I'm sure you saw the red man of him. Um, oh. It was two-on-two two coverage versus uh, Cole Holcomb and um, Mark Robinson. Mark Robinson, yep. Yeah. I mean, and we he know just, he can run, man. He's whew. impressive. He's definitely impressive. Yeah, he is. And he's another guy who it seems like, you know, like comfortable is the word that I would use. Just getting a little more comfortable day by day out here. Settling in nicely, having more of an impact, having more flash plays out there, getting a little bit more put on his plate at the same time as well, too, which, of course, is all part of the uh, the process and the progress for these guys here on uh, what is padded practice number nine on the campus of Latrobe. Defense on the far side, special teamers as well, too, as they're uh, going through the paces of some individual period here right now. The teams will come together before too much longer um, and uh, and have a little seven shots, little one-on-ones. We'll paint all the picture of that for you. We are here for another half an hour. you got Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson from 3 until 6 o'clock on another busy day on campus here at St. Vincent College. We'll take your tweets as well, too. You guys know where to get at us if you get involved. Questions, comments, concerns, reactions. Now, here's Get on a, X. You know where to find us Here's at. an interesting one, Mozi. okay? TJ Watt fan tweets us. And now this is one of those questions that I really like because it is football-related, but it's also quirky. Okay, okay. Okay. TJ Watt fan wants to know and said, Arthur Motes, you're tasked with putting on pads and being out on the field today at Latrobe, full visor and everything. They can't see your face. How long do you think you could be out there before you get noticed? <laughs> well, noticed by who? Yeah, I was about to say because because there's a lot of people out there. That's their job to make sure yeah. that it's just the but, players like out this, there though, on the field. If I was in full uniform on that field right now, you wouldn't tell the difference. You'd have to. You like, would look like you would belong. I, I, yeah, yeah. I look. I definitely looked the part. Yeah, Act, you would just be acting like, the part. Maybe yeah. not so much. No, for this portion right here, I can well, do this, all, yeah, yeah, this absolutely. Is, this is but like I just mean in the sense of, like, you don't have the desire yeah, to, I don't have the go desire to go put your face that. in absolutely. the fan anymore. No. I know you still could if yeah, you wanted yeah. to. But, but zero desire to actually, like, go do it. You've discussed that many yeah. times on But in show. terms of, like, if I just was dressed up, man, you wouldn't be able to tell Oh no! if I, you know, was truly you NFL. Still, you still got you, the body. You could put me in a random number inside. just signed here today, like, when, uh, who, oh, my goodness, I'm drawing blank on 17 because his number is not even – on the actual yeah. sheet yeah. when he was so soon when he had got here. We're like, whoa, who is this cat over here? It would be that type of vibe. You'd be like, yo, I don't know who he is. He moves well. He looks the part. But who is he? And then they say, oh, it's most Well, he washed. <laughs> oh, get him, get him out of oh, here. Oh, get him out of here. He's definitely washed, man. Put, put him back in the broadcast. Yep, yep. Jeez, jeez Louise. So here's what we'll do. Uh, we are. Gonna- How long do you think you could do it before you got here? <laughs> 20 seconds. You don't and think standing with, like, the specialist maybe? Well, okay, maybe. Let's – hold on. Let's look here real quick. Because uh, Boz has – Boz is noticeably 
bigger than well, you. Well, Boz is 6'2". Yeah, I was going to say, Boz yeah. definitely is bigger than you, man. Um, but, you know, BT Porter, the uh, the rookie kicker out of Clemson who's here, he's 5'10", 200 pounds. Now, Arthur Motes, I'm no 200 pounds, okay. but 5'10", I could, I could fit in. Okay, okay. You know, uh, Braden Mann, the punter who is here out of Texas A&M, he's 5'11", 198. So you you flirting? I mean, I yeah. need to put on twenty pounds. I, I need to put on twenty pounds, but from a height, put, put, put a long sleeve one. They won't tell. That's just loose long sleeve. Hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, definitely go, no hoodie. Go hoodie underneath <laughs> it. But like Rex Sunahara, who's out here long snapping, West Virginia guy, by the way, six foot six, two forty. Yeah, he's the uh, the classic six six two forty. I ain't I ain't fitting in with that. No, not at all. Uh, as Kenny Pickett throws a nice pass there to Allen Robinson. Yes, I could not blend in for very long at all. That I just is love how sure. like so for where you are. He's like, no, no, no. They they still yeah. I still told, a little like, still a little like. I've told you before. I think one of my greatest traits in life is that I am very self aware. <laughs> I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I try and make no bones about it. Um, yeah, physicality in a padded practice is definitely high on that weakness list. All right, you guys want to come see me out on the pond in February? You want to put some skates on and, and strap them up? Different story out there. Uh, but here, yes, I would be a fish out of water. That is for sure. We're going to take our last break here a couple minutes early so that we can come back and uh, bring you the uh, ramped up, a little bit more uh, exciting, some one-on-one, some it's seven shots. Close. Yes. I'll tell you, when we come back, seven shots will be on and popping. And obviously we don't want to miss any of that. We'll still take some more of your tweets as well, too. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, our final segment of the day on the other side. Plenty more to come here from the campus of St. Vincent College. It's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, I love it when a plan comes together. Perfect timing is the first rep of seven shots is about to begin. Kenny Pickett breaks the huddle. He's got Jalen Warren to his left in the backfield. We get wide Moof receivers. on the backside, yeah. baby. Can I get some Moof? To the right, and we've got Moof out there as well, too. Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle. Robinson motions right to left. Kenny lobs one to the back of the end zone out of the reach of George Pickens. Hey, man. Pat P. right there, man. Hands on the big combat catch aficionado in terms of GP. But good job by uh, Pat right there, understanding what he's defending. When you're in that mode right there, you're playing slant ball or fade ball. He decided to take away the slant and play the fade, and ultimately, man, was able to stay on top of that, man. Excellent rep by Pat P. Najee Harris checks in. He will be split out to the right. We'll see if he motions into the backfield Beautiful here. Beautiful empty formation. Though. We're going to get say, some information yeah. right here. We're going to get info. And here comes Najee Harris right to left into the backfield. He'll join Kenny Pickett. And we got man. Man coverage, Kenny looking left. He's got some time. Throws one, and oh, man, almost getting a hand on that. We got the crop top on the far side. Man, that's a heck of a play by DJ but making that catch. Great catch and by I Deontay love, Johnson. Love the break by, I believe that was a Landon Roberts. I, that's what I was thinking, I but his jersey's literally rolled up the entire way. Yeah, Can't even see the numbers, uh, but almost got a hand on that one. But yeah. Motsi close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Nice catch there by Deontay Johnson. Yeah, without a doubt. But I don't hate the aggressiveness. If you're in the condensed red like this, be aggressive. Try to get points off the board. Absolutely. 
try and make a play, right? Najee Harris still in there, this time to the left of Kenny Pickett. Darnell Washington in. He moves in motion. Man, this might be a run, buddy. From right to left. They fake the run as Kenny going to roll out, and in the face of Cole Holcomb there, he kind of has to throw that one away-ish. Allen yeah. Robinson in the general area, but that a tough play to Kenny make, for Kenny yeah, to make with Holcomb good. breathing down his, uh, down his neck there. Good read by Cole Holcomb on the play-action pass, man. If you're fooled, Go ahead and attack it. And if you're not fooled, you make a great read, still go ahead and attack it, force the throw, because Allen was open. But that is what rush and coverage does. 100%. They work together. 100%. Kenny Pickett still in there. 2-1 to one lead for the defense here. New LB combo. I got Mark Robinson and Quan Alexander together as well. So definitely excited to see this tandem today. I like that look. Uh, we've got Gentry and Fryermuth in here. Kenny in the shotgun with Anthony McFarland now moving in motion out of the backfield. And out I like to the Muth left. on the backside. I like him a lot. I do as well, too. Kenny's going <laughs> to oh. for Muth and just a little high just on that Just off one. the fingertips. I love the matchup. Excellent job by Matt Cannon in terms of yeah, just building that well out. Well drawn up there. Yeah, definitely building that out, man, getting the coverage that you want, getting the route that you want it. Just a little bit of a miss on the throw to uh, pick it. I mean, to uh, to fire move. But as a whole, man, really good rep by both parties right there on offense and defense. Some changes on offense. Mitch Trubisky into the game. We've got Broderick Jones at left tackle now. The big man, Broderick. Big old Broderick at there. We've got Calvin Austin into the fold. So a, a wholesale part of me change here. I like a frontside pass to Calvin Austin right here, honestly. All right, let's see if you've nice got Nice wide split. Let's see if you can call your shot. Kenny's looking that uh, way. Right. Let's go Mitchie. It's Mitchie right here. Or sorry, Mitch, pardon me. Yep, uh, exactly as Motsi drew touchdown. it up. Touchdown for the offense. It's the legal pick play, man. We have a flag on the field. Oh, and it looks like it's going against the defense, though. Oh, that's interesting, man. Let's see if the ref gives it. Yep, they are calling that on the defense. That's declined, and that's nice, a touchdown nice. for the offense. Yeah, you never know with some of those rub concepts which way they're going to call that right there, but it was good that they called it in the offense's favor. But once again, I like the concept a lot, man, with the nice wide split making the coverage have to be defined ahead of time, a little bit of a, a motion outside it in to just make them communicate, and then you get the beautiful execution on the touchdown pass. Trubisky under center here. Let's see if this could finally be the run we've been waiting for as the Steelers are in tight. Anthony McFarland in the backfield. They're going to fake it to Calvin Austin. In motion and throw it to McFarland. Touchdown offense. I like the play design there as well. Excellent play design in terms of getting the uh, ball on the perimeter. I love the play action pass element and the run pass element for Mitch. Just as a defender, though, rule of thumb, situational awareness, man. Tight red zone, short yardage situation. Do not get beat to the flat. Everything becomes lateral because we're only trying to get a yard or two. So that's something that, as a coaching point, I believe that was Cole on the uh, defending end of that. That's the one of those ones where you just talk to him and you say, hey, understand where you're at on the field. Absolutely. Mitch Trubisky is still on Excuse the field. Excuse me, not Cole. Uh, Nick. Nick. Quidikowski. Nick Quidikowski. Excuse me on that yep. one. Uh, Mitch still in shotgun. Darnell Washington in motion now from left to right. Mitch giving some instruction there to the left side of the offensive line. He'll take the snap. He's it. looking left. He's throwing left. And that one broken up nicely. A diving effort there. I, I joked about him earlier, number 17. Number 17 he is not on, on the, the roster, defense. Right? He's not on the sheet, baby. I'm, I'm not, not sure he's not on our roster sheet here yet. Uh, but the defense goes out there uh, with success on the final of the seven shots. So that was 5-2 victory for the defense or 4-3? Four, four. It was a victory for the defense. Yeah, it definitely was a victory. I think it was 5-2. No, 4-3 because the, uh, the Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin. Calvin scored. 
No, it might have just been two, bro. I think it was just two. Yeah, it was just two. Because we had like the close call with Firemuth, the close call with uh -huh. Allen Robinson. The yeah, close call. The picket, uh, the Pickens was incomplete. Yep. Yeah. So right after a five-two win for uh -huh. the offense last night, the defense responds with a five-two victory here today. And Motsi, I know we have some listeners. We got backs on backers. <laughs> oh, mama, I'm in fear. Oh, baby. Holcomb. We got backs on backers, Holcomb. baby. Welcome versus Najee. Oh, let's go. For the first rep there. That Ladies was a, and gents, this is why battle. you show up to late troll, baby. I know you might have missed it last night at Friday Night Lights, but we got backs on backers. Oh, Highsmith and Fryermuth coming baby. up here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see you, Highsmith. That's a dub. That's a good rep there I by Alex Highsmith. Yeah. Cook him up one time. Cook him up. Uh, we got to get Darnell Washington here. First TJ. Oh, I guess TJ. Here Everybody we go. talked about it last time. Let's see what it is this time, man. Okay. Spin move, Th thank TJ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. You know, everybody was talking about how the, the young guy was blocking him and, oh, you know, man, it's changing up the guard and all this other stuff. If TJ want to win, TJ's going to win. Okay. Y'all see what it is, man. Uh, looks oh, like Jalen Warren against Oof. Landon Roberts. And, ooh, that's a bull rush Oof. there. Get off them tracks, Jalen. Get off them <laughs> tracks. Landon Holy Roberts. Holy smokes. I see you, Landon. That's some raw power right there. Yeah. They're going to run like it back. It. Oh, Mike Tomlin out there. Come he on, wants man. those two to run it back. Here we go. Stand up. You got to stand up if you're the running back, man. You cannot allow him to bull rush you like that, baby. Excellent. Better better job there. Still a, a well, win for Atlanta, but better job. No, it was definitely a win for Atlanta, but the reason I said excellent is this. You don't want to sit on your heels. Sitting on your heels is bad at that position. You're at a competitive advantage because you can't cut block. So the linebackers, we should be able to run you over in this drill. But him showing that pop the way that he did, I do like that mentality right there. Gentry winning a rep there against Nick Herbig. Well done mm -hmm. by the veteran against the rookie. Let's see. Gentry's gonna... a smooth pass blocker, man. He's a smooth. He like he understands his length and he uses it to his advantage so well. It reminds me of Matt Spaeth a lot, man. Mike Tomlin over there giving some instruction to Nick Herbig. Looks like these two might run it back as well. I think they're going to. Come on, baby. What up, Nick? Oh, oh. Excellent rep by both of these guys right here, man. I, I love the moves by Nick in terms of working his pass rush counters in terms of it being an outside rush move. But then I love the fact by Gentry being able to use his length, keeping his head out of the block, proper technique and balance, and ultimately, you know, keeps the quarterback clean. Another rep going on here. I'm trying to see some numbers uh, for you on the far side. Roche, or no, no, no. Uh, Toby and Duque. Yeah, that yep. was Toby yep. right there. Yep. Good rep, but the only thing I would say is this, man. As an outside linebacker, you don't want to be having to hit a ton of rush moves on tight ends, man. Tight ends are not tackles. That's correct. You don't need to be going into your bag versus tight end. You should just One be whooping move the tight and, end. and yes. beat them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's see here. It looks like they're about to run it back as well, too, one more time. Another good job by the offense there, Yeah, Mozzie. That's Rodney Williams. Shout out to Rodney, man. The Did an excellent end. job using his length, using his athletic ability as well to number one anchor versus the bull, but then to reposition his hands and ultimately keep uh, Toby from making a play. Anthony McFarland back there now. I'm trying to see the – That was, oh, that Mark, was Mark Robinson. Robinson. Yep. Yeah, Mark got to give us a little bit more with that rush package right there, man. I think, like – it looked like he was caught between two moves, a finesse and a power, and you can't be stuck between two. Anthony McFarland did a good job of stepping up and attacking it at the line of scrimmage, but Mark got to have a better rush plan right here. And those two running it back. And, and better, we saw he decided. Better he said, I'm going to go yep. finesse, 
dead leg and go right now. You, right you don't want to get caught thinking dead leg or bull rush because now you're in no man's land, so to speak. Looks like Mike Tomlin wants a third between these two. You've got to have the rubber match. Yeah, right? I mean, especially when there's young guys like that. We know Mark Robinson is heavily in the competition for uh, inside linebacker. So, yeah, we need to see how consistent can you be. And I want a good battle between the two. I mean, it is, but to me, that's a win for Anthony McFarlane. Anthony McFarlane should not be able to block one-on-one an inside linebacker of Mark Robinson's athletic ability and physicality in my perspective. But excellent job by McFarlane showing that he is capable of disrupting a guy like that. Connor Hayward now going to get his turn against Quincy Roche. I don't hate the rush by Quincy because on paper you can make a case that he won. I just don't feel like it's realistic in the sense of in this drill, the quarterback didn't step up. In real life, that quarterback stepping up, T.J. Watt just did a rep where he <laughs> finishes with the rip move coming back downhill to signify that he cleared his hip and he would have had a sack. Quincy, on the other hand, allowed the running back to stay connected to him. To me, that's Some not a sack. gray area yeah. there, right? Yeah. Absolutely, man. That makes sense. Yeah, T.J. with a rep there against Darnell Washington having yeah, his two, way too once 2-0 today. 2-0 today for, for those keeping track. Here for those that, that thought about my guy and saying, did he, it was something going on. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh Quan my. Alexander. Just ran Whoa. over Najee Harris. Hey, but, but I, I will say this, though. Um, I, I understand Najee felt some type of way about getting ran over. You, you got to be smart at the end of that thing, though, man, because he definitely cut his legs out after he was ran over. And that, that can be an injury situation right there, man. It's like they're going to run it back. Yeah. Mike Tomlin wants him again. Quan this Ooh. time much better by Najee. Ooh. Good stuff there. Good battle good between good. those two. That's good on good right there. I love Najee's aggressiveness. I definitely do. Quan still, to me, had that last one as well. Though. I, I think like that, uh, though. does Mike Tomlin want a third between those yeah, two? Thank yeah. you, thank you, sir. May I have another? Keep your head up, though, baby. Keep your head up. Let's go. Keep your head up. Got to. Oh, that's what. That was why I said keep your head up because after you get a rep, you get ran over like he did the first time. You get that second rep where you kind of felt like you were falling forward. You're anticipating. I got to get ready for a collision, and that's exactly what he did. Dropped his head. Excellent job Quan by Quan. Swept right Just, by him. Yeah, slip him, you know. Let's see. Is this Pat versus Highsmith? It is. Here's some good on good. There we go. Good job by Pat Fryer. To me, that's that a one. Pat win. You saw Highsmith even try to come down and retrace it after the uh, top of the rush, and Pat was still in great position, keeping him between Highsmith and the potential quarterback on that play. Good rep, but it's still a good rep by Highsmith as well. I mean, because you're not going to win every rep. And sometimes you got to set it up. If a guy's going to play the speed rush like that, well, the next time is the counter. But excellent rep, though, by Pat, though. I, do, I, I was really uh, intrigued by that by him, man. Nick Kwiatkowski out there now going through the motions. Uh, near side, we do have wide receivers versus defensive some, backs that we've, been, that we've been completely, completely because ignoring here. Because you're in here. here with a linebacker. Yeah. If you were in here with a safety, a DB, a wide receiver, a quarterback, we'd be talking about them other drills. We play defense here in Pittsburgh. Defense. We are physical players in Pittsburgh. So backs on backers is the main event for us in Pittsburgh. It absolutely, it always is. It was last night. It is again here today, practice number nine on campus. Just a couple more minutes here of the Steelers Blitz before we turn things over Cloudy to Cloudy with a chance of that thigh. Yeah, y'all know Matt who you are. Williamson 
Uh, Zach Gentry now with a rep. Is that against Nick Herbig? And I think we might be even getting a Minka Fitzpatrick sighting in backs on backers as he just made his way down there to the dark side. Running down here to backs on backers in the corner. Do we get an opportunity to see a little mink mink? Because I'm all for that. He walked right to the front of the line as if he wants some action. Hey. You, you don't have to warm up to it, right, if you're ready oh, for it. Oh, not at all. Not, and he's definitely deserving of anything that he wants out here on this football field. We'll let you know if number 39 slides in there. Uh, another rep there, Gentry against Herbig once again. Nice win by Herbig, man, taking the inside. Yeah. Definitely like that. I mean, that's a good battle between those two guys right there. Gentry, young tight end, but still, you know, proven in terms of his pass blocking ability. So to see Nick be able to have some success in this drill against Gentry, I do like that a lot. Let's see here. We've still got uh, one on, well, oh, two on twos now, and a nice. nice, nice toe drag there on the far side yard line, trying to get a number. Beautiful, on it was that Deontay. One. Was that beautiful Deontay throw by so? Joy, uh, beautiful throw by Kenny Pickett to that front pylon, and DJ once again. Y'all know he's a master craftsman with his route running. Crazy separation to that front side pylon. Beautiful hands catch, two feet inbounds. You love to see it. Indeed. And Darnell James Washington making a nice there. block. Darnell on the Washington. This is beautiful. I'm doing like the like I'm watching a tennis match mm -hmm. right now, just back and forth and back and forth. I was waiting to see if we were going to get some uh, some George Pickens against Joey Porter Jr. that we could bring you down on the far side of the field. Not yeah. yet, but we will let you know there. Uh, let's Darnell see. Darnell Washington on a little still, bit of a clinic yep, now, still man. going, still going through the paces here. He, he didn't have both three really, really good reps blocking yep. some gentlemen over there yeah, right now, David man. David Perales, <laughs> yes, the oh uh, the rookie out of Fresno State. Darnell Washington having his uh, having his yeah. way, having some success down there. Maybe a few more reps here to bring you. Let's see. We got about a minute left here till we got to turn things over. I don't think we're going to get a Minka rep. I think Minka's down there for gonna, observation yeah, he's purposes. He's just down there hanging. Yeah. He's, got his, he's got his helmet in his hand. Yep. Let's see here. Looks oh, like Mike Tomlin is, is... A little Alandon. Yep. Alandon Roberts against... Is that Jalen Warren? That is Jalen Warren. Alandon, he, he, he... Jalen did a good job on that rep. Yeah, Alandon, he likes to run down the center of guys, man. I, I, I've seen a couple of reps now, and that's his MO. He, he yeah... I, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Just, just a lot of headaches. <laughs> these these two running it back again. Oh, wait, no. Mike Tomlin stopping things here. A little here. false start. A little, a little false start. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's see. These uh, these guys continue to battle here. Oh, yeah, pads popping there. See, Good job by Jalen Warren. He's, oh, he's flexing. Oh, flex on him, big dog. On top of Roberts. With the pancake block this there by the, Jalen Warren. What did we literally just say? He said he's a guy that likes to run down the center, and he ran down the center for the fourth consecutive time. Eventually, it's only going to take a bad time for that guy to load up and punch you in the mouth, man. I tell and you what. That was what definitely happened right there. Excellent rep by Jalen Warren, man. For Landon Roberts, though, that's the coaching point. You can't just be a bull rush guy. You have to have a compliment to that. Otherwise, we're going to understand how to defend that, Jaylen even if it's a dope move. You Jaylen can't Warren, let them know at this level. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Warren talked a couple of days ago about how uh, he'd been working on his pass blocking, focused on that. Well, we certainly saw it there. Motsi, we got to get out of here. Dale Lawley and Matt no, Williamson. No, we're staying for seven more hours of live content. Motsi and Euler, we're just taking do, over the show, do all right? They're going to backers until the sun goes down at about 8.30 tonight. We're, when the team stops back on backers, we'll stop recording. We'll stop the show, all right? While they're doing backs on backers, we're out here covering it live. This is what the people wanted, man. <laughs> 
No, this is absolutely what the people wanted. <laughs> a, another fun practice ongoing here today, a physical one. Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson, they'll paint the picture for you guys the rest of the way with three hours of the drive live here on campus. Uh, big thanks to Vince Williams for joining us earlier, our guy Justin back at the ranch for producing it as always, and a shout-out to here on site bringing you the analysis today, the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes III. Bo bo who, me? Folks, enjoy the next three hours with Dale and Matt. We'll be back tomorrow here on campus for another day. As always, you know where to get the best training camp coverage. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Stella's Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.